Welcome to the Inspiration to Grow podcast with me, Lisa Oberbichler, your host and personal growth strategist. This is the place to be to transform your thoughts and habits, tap into the superpower of mindset, and become the best version of yourself. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Welcome back to the Inspiration to Grow podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about the necessary self-care every woman needs, now in December especially, and how setting healthy boundaries is a huge part of self-care. In my opinion, the concept of self-care has evolved quite a bit. It, it's not just about finding ways to relax and carving out a bit of me time in your daily life. It's really much more than that nowadays. Yet, many still see self-care as a luxury, maybe a day at the spa, some retail therapy, or going to a retreat. But in today's show, I'd like to impress upon all of you that self-care needs to be a priority in your life and doesn't have to cost a cent. So what is self-care really? It, it can be defined as the active process of making your body and your mind a pleasant place to inhabit by filling your own cup first. This ensures you have enough to give others. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. The problem I see with women is that they view the act of self-care as something kind of selfish. You know, spending time and efforts on themselves takes away from the time that they could be looking after others. Some even go as far as calling it narcissistic behavior. Well, if this sounds like you and your views on self-care then we really have to flip the script on this attitude. Self-care is so much more than a beauty regimen or an external thing that you do. Self-care is really a conscious act to promote physical, mental, and emotional health. These three pillars, physical, mental, and emotional health. And sometimes you'll need more self-care in one area in order to restore your balance and find relief from a stressor in your life. Here are just a few benefits of self-care that you might not even have considered. It is important to build resilience towards certain stressors in your life. It leaves you better equipped to deal with overwhelm, stress, and anxiety. It also boosts your self-esteem and confidence. It protects your mental health, and it can also foster better relationships with people near and dear to you. It leads to a healthier lifestyle and ultimately you will lead your best life if you're taking good care of your mind and body. So by now, I hope you are beginning to realize how crucial self-care is and you're willing to prioritize it. You know, it's Tangible Tuesday, so I would like to address the three areas of self-care living a healthy life, connecting with loved ones, and setting boundaries, and provide some strategies for you in these three areas. So the first and undoubtedly most popular pillar of self-care is living a healthy lifestyle. And by now, 
you know how much I talk about physical fitness because it is so vital for our lives. As women, we often put our own wants, needs, demands on the back burner. We look after everyone else but neglect ourselves. This has to change in order for you to live a long and healthy life. In a nutshell, living a healthy lifestyle involves three components. Eating healthy, nutritious foods, getting adequate sleep, and exercising regularly. I'm going to ask you four questions, and I want you to be brutally honest with yourself. Are you getting enough sleep each night? Yes or no? Is your diet, and by diet, I, I don't mean a diet regimen that you're following. I mean your, your daily um, food intake. Okay, is your diet fueling your body well? Is it nutritious? Is it giving you energy? Are you taking charge of your own health? Are you exercising enough and getting out in the fresh air at least once a day? If the answer to any of these questions is no, then you need to assess the situation and become proactive in doing something about it. Although these seem like standalone questions, they are very closely related to each other. If you're exercising enough, then you're likely able to sleep better at night. And if you're consuming nutritious food rather than junk food or a lot of processed things, you're taking charge of your health and probably your sleep will improve as well. And if you're getting out in the fresh air at least once a day for a walk or a run, then your self-esteem gets a real boost and you will likely fuel your body in a more conscious, healthy way. Personally, my sleep improved immensely when I started my new exercise routine. At the, at the gym visits that I uh, tried to get in, um, through spinning classes and swimming about six days a week. I don't do all three activities every day, but on most days I try to get in at least two of them. There are also dog walks sprinkled into my daily routine, which gets me out in the fresh air and is truly mood boosting, especially on those days when the sun is shining. I call it the terrific trifecta of healthy living, eating the right foods, exercising regularly, and having adequate sleep. Try to prioritize and implement beneficial habits in all three of these areas for a well-rounded healthy lifestyle. Now, point two takes me to the social aspect of self-care. I'd like you to think of how you could connect or reconnect with friends and family and surround yourself with people who lift you up. You know the ones uh, you can laugh with, share goals and dreams with, the ones who support you wholeheartedly, the ones you feel aligned with, and the ones you meet after a long time and it's like you've never been separated from each other. I am very, very lucky to have three close friends that date back to the time that I was growing up. And even though I lived in Austria for 25 years, we have reconnected and it's as if time has stood still and we weren't separated by the Atlantic Ocean for all of those years. We get together. We laugh, we reminisce about school days, we make plans together and support each other unconditionally. But 
we have to make a concerted effort to stay in contact. It takes time and effort to cultivate and maintain better relationships with these special ones, but it is an essential part of your social well-being. You know, we often get too wrapped up in our own lives and neglect these relationships. So devote some time to arranging face-to-face meetings, or if that isn't possible, because some of your friends and family live too far away, make a point of calling this person and giving them your undivided attention for a good good chat. How much time you dedicate to this is very individual. And you'll need to figure out what works best for you. Here's something to consider. When was the last time you spent time with your best friend? Assess and make a list of the people who lift you up and energize you when you get together. Try to connect with them over the holidays and spend some real quality time with them. It's up to you to take that first step. Now, do you and your spouse or significant other have ways of lifting each other up and and connecting during those busy, hectic days? I have a little suggestion. And my suggestion would be to leave little love notes in a lunchbox, on their pillow, in their vehicle, for them to find as a surprise. Or write a, a card, a personal heartfelt card to this person outlining all the things you love appreciate admire about them and and love about the relationship you have with them it needn't be costly or complicated often a small personal gesture will have the biggest impact and this suggestion doesn't necessarily need to be for your spouse or significant other a personal heartfelt card could also be written to a person close to you, right? A best friend or grandparent or an aunt and uncle. If you think making some new friends is necessary, why not research which local groups you could join that would be a good fit for you and your interests? I'm just going to give you two examples here now um, that from my own life. Since joining our new gym, I've met some really wonderful, like-minded ladies. One of them invited my husband and I to join her and her husband for a drink some months back. Slowly but surely, it is blossoming into a nice friendship. Because we have similar interests in staying fit through the gym, we decided to plan a triathlon next summer. We plan on doing a segment of kayaking, hiking, and biking. So even though you think it is difficult to meet friends at an advanced age, I'm here to tell you it's totally possible. One other thing I did to meet new people was start a book club. We had moved to a new area up north, and I was interested in getting to know some some local ladies. So I put up some ads, and before I knew it, we had formed a small group of women who wanted a social gathering with a focus on reading and discovering new authors each month. Well, new, new friendships were solidified and the rest is history. There are so many ways of putting yourself out there to meet new people. Just take the plunge and see what works best for you. 
Now I'm going to move on to the third part of this, which uh, third part of self-care, and I call it the ultimate act of self-care. And it's all about setting clear boundaries for yourself and others. This sounds so easy, but it is one of the toughest things to do. I think we're afraid of offending others by, by setting these boundaries. Done in a diplomatic, respectful way will not leave friends or family feeling hurt. But just a word of advice, they might not understand this new shift or change you'd like to implement. Be prepared for some pushback, but also be prepared to stand your ground on these new boundaries. Essentially, boundaries are statements of intent put in place by you to protect you from conflicting demands that may arise in daily life. And I want you to think of it this way. Boundaries are like an invisible force field, right? You've got an invisible force field all around you. And these boundaries, like this force field, protect you from the choppy waters of life. They can be seen as a set of strategies or intentional decisions you make about your life. What you let in and what you keep out. Have you ever felt forced to do something you really didn't want to? I know I have. This goes back to those days when I used to be an incurable people pleaser and a person who couldn't say no. Because of this, I found myself in many situations I hated being in and my workload got completely out of control. This led to a serious bout of burnout. That's when I started setting more boundaries to protect myself, both physically and mentally. And I'm sure most of you can relate to taking on too much. Your plate is too full. You've got no time for yourself and feelings of, of anger and regret surface. So a remedy for this is setting those personal boundaries I'm talking about. They help us stay on track and avoid distraction from things which are not really important in our life. And they stop you from saying yes when you'd rather just say no. Let me give you a few examples here. You might decide to set a boundary around drinking, drinking less or drinking no alcohol at a family function, a get-together or a work-related event. You'll need a strategy or a line to say when offered a drink. You'll have to have this line in your back pocket. You'll have to think it out beforehand and have it ready to use. And in certain situations, there may be pressure, peer pressure to do as the others are doing. You have to have this come back ready. Here's an example. If offered alcohol and your, your boundary is not to drink any alcohol, you could say, thanks for offering, but I'm afraid alcohol doesn't align with my health goals right now. Another example we all have to deal with, particularly during the festive season or birthday parties, is setting boundaries around eating certain foods and sweets. I know in the past it's been difficult for me to decline offers of great food and, and desserts. I felt like I was letting them down or they would be somehow offended if I didn't eat their goodies. But once I politely declined and stuck to my goals of not consuming sugar, nothing happened. 
No one was insulted. The party went on, and I felt good about myself. One line you can have in your back pocket for situations like this is, thanks for the offer, but I don't feel like it right now, and if I do, I'll let you know. So when it comes to protecting your healthy lifestyle, set those boundaries up to be in line with your health goals and have a sentence on hand to politely say, no, thank you, and put yourself in the driver's seat. If spending money is an issue for you, you might set a boundary around spending money more intentionally or only if you really feel like it. A strategy could be to force yourself or remind yourself to jump right off your favorite internet shopping site the next time you find yourself scrolling through items. Don't put yourself into temptation. Just leave the site. Boundaries. Set your expectations both for yourself as much as what you expect from other people. So who are you going to spend time with that lights you up and supports your life? Setting boundaries with friends can seem difficult. So here's a tip to consider. Talk and be open with your friend and explain why you're setting these boundaries with him or her before making them active. Show respect and and let them know what's bothering you. Take the time to articulate why you feel the boundaries are necessary and perhaps even ask their opinion on the matter. This tactic would also work for any workplace or coworker boundaries you may feel like setting as well. If you approach this with respect and openness for the other person, you'll receive a much better response than being too harsh or abrupt. And remember, Boundaries protect the things that are of value to you. They keep you in alignment with what you have decided you want in life. That means the key to good boundaries is knowing what you want. So I encourage you to make a list of some personal boundaries you'd like to implement and include the ideas you'd like to plan into your day regarding the healthy living aspect as well. Here's my list as an example. For me, Self-care means that nutrition is a priority. Fueling my body to perform well is a non-negotiable. I also eliminate all processed food and sugar at least 95% of the time. Daily movement and workouts are a must. Abstaining from alcohol 90-90% of the time is a goal that I implement. Consuming lots of water is also a must. Getting to bed early is a habit I follow through with. I try to get up and rise and shine at 5.30 in the morning to mentally prepare myself for the day. Setting my intentions for the day first thing in the morning through journaling is also a practice I've adopted. And in the evenings, I try to fuel my brain with books rather than TV. Spending quality time with people that I'm that I feel aligned with, that respect my goals and my lifestyle is also a self-care act that I do for myself. Maybe you like the sounds of one of these. That's fantastic. Why don't you adopt one and try it on for size? So that's a wrap for Tangible Tuesday and our self-care talk. 
Thanks so much for tuning in, and I truly hope to have inspired you to grow. In case you haven't heard this from anyone yet today, let me be the first one to tell you, you're amazing and you're full of potential. I encourage you to implement some self-care today because you are so worth it and deserving. Now go out there and show the world what you are truly made of. Till next time. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's talk. Check out today's show notes for ways to connect with me. And for additional weekly mindset hacks and tangible action steps, click the link in the show notes to reach my website, Inspiration to Grow. That's with the digit two. One more thing. If you enjoyed this podcast, tag me and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, or simply share it with a friend who might need a pep talk today. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast site, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, and this way you'll never miss an episode. If you like paying it forward, please consider leaving a review. You'd help my podcast get prioritized and shared with other people who may need this message. I appreciate you and encourage you to make every day count.